serving for the match. He's unstoppable. That's the swing from Broza. That's what the home team want to see. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ace Space, the volleyball podcast brought to you by CEV. It's been another big week in European volleyball with the Champions League draw, and we've got some great guests for you as well. First of all, ladies first, as always, Aga, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Uh, hi, everyone. I'm good. Uh, yeah, uh, Champions League finished now this period. And now we focus on our league in Poland, but we can't wait uh, another round of Champions League. Well, we can't wait to talk about that a little bit later on. But before we do, let's talk to the man himself, Dan, from Fan versus Dan, the famous. How are you, mate? Good, good, Dave. It's good to be back on the podcast. And I'm feeling very warm and cozy right now. I have to say. Oh, don't don't you start with that. Now, as you all know, this is a podcast that you can listen to, you can also watch. If you're watching and you're wondering why I'm wearing so many clothes, I've got one, two, I've got three coats on. You might hear me unzipping. I've got two scarves on. And that's because I've been doing one of my other jobs today, which is uh, working at the rugby at a stadium called The Stoop in London. I'll show you the the stadium there. I had a nice warm room where I was going to chat to you two, but they said, no, Dave, you've got to leave. So I am podcasting from my car. Um, I've got all my coats on, but if it does get a little bit too cold, I'm just going to turn the ignition on and put the heater on. Um, but anyway, let's have a little bit of a chat to our guest, Aga. Uh, we're so pleased you could join us. Um, you mentioned there the Champions League is, is over for the time being. How has it been for you this season? Different, of course, with less travelling and the smaller leagues. How have you found it and how have you enjoyed playing in the Champions League this year? Uh, for us, it was a great time, especially, I think, first tournament in Italy, when nobody expected that we can win with a big team from Kazan. Uh, so I think it was a big surprise. Also, we had a great fight against uh, Novara. Uh, we lose 3-2, but uh, I think it was it was a great tournament for us. Uh, also, second tournament at home. Uh, it was a great experience without fans, but, uh, but the most important, we won two games and we are in the next round. In the next round, baby. I love that. So, Egg, I, I, I want since you talked a little bit about playing against Kazan there, I mean, I think a lot of people had Kazan is, you know, they added uh, Samantha Bricio, they had Samantha Fabris, like a really strong team, and you guys cleaned up, uh, beating them 3 nothing both times, I believe. So, uh, can you, like, tell us what the keys to those, to those wins were? Yeah, that was amazing. Especially last season, I played with uh, with Sami Bricio in one team in Skandici. So now we were on another side uh, of the net. Um, uh, we also know well uh, Samantha Fabris. Uh, so it's it's huge team. I think uh, they had a big pressure to uh, to win. We were in another situation, 
but the most important that we focus on our game. Uh, and I think it was the key to to win. And you did. And you're in the next round, which is massive. And we know who you're playing as well. We had the drawing of lots this week, Dan. I was yes. very, very disappointed not to be able to come out and join you because I had such a great time out in Luxembourg last year. But most importantly, it went ahead. Um, you were there. How was it? It must have been strange without the great and the good of European volleyball joining you at headquarters. Um, yeah, it was a little different this year, not being able to have basically anyone that wasn't uh, part of the CV office there. And but for, but for me, it's exhilarating just watching <laughs> as a completely neutral yeah. person who doesn't have to play in any of the matches. It's exciting. So I can imagine... Uh, Ag, uh, are you guys like watching live with the teammates? Are you are you paying attention or like seeing who you're gonna draw? Uh, yeah, we were watching all team uh, because this uh, day we played also a game, so we were together in the hotel uh, after lunch, uh, so we were so exciting. We couldn't wait um, and wait. Uh, we play next round against the Bucking Bank. Uh, also, last year with Savino, we played against, uh, played against Vakiv Bank, and first game there we won 3-2. So, I hope that this year with Henrik Politze will be same or even better. It's a massive game. I mean, looking at the draw, Dan, in both the women's and the men's, they're all huge games. Of course, Politze uh, versus Vakiv Bank. We have Scandici versus Caneliano, the Italian derby there. Uh, Fenerbahce Istanbul versus Novara and uh, Busto Arzizio versus Chetsabatsi Istanbul. All massive games. And then in the men's? In the men's, we have Belshatov versus Zenit Kazan, Kuchine Lubechivtanova versus Grupa Azoti Kedzirjan Kozhal, Berlin Recycling Volleys versus Trentino, uh, Modena versus Perugia. And uh, great matchups all around. But Dave, I actually, I actually think the women's draw is a little more competitive. Uh, than the men. Yeah, I, I agree. Just one thing One thing I wanted to point out there. Um, do you remember a couple of months ago when we weren't sure if Trentino were even going to be in the Champions League? Then when they got the opportunity to qualify, you picked them as potential winners of the men's competition. And here they are. They've smashed the group stage. And now they're going to be playing against Berlin in the quarterfinals. They're definitely one of the teams that could go all the way. Yeah, for sure. Trentino, I mean... Started a bit rough at the start of the season, but now ever since that Namir Abdelaziz started playing setter and they had that kind of magical run and, and now they're back to normal and, and playing really good volleyball. So so we'll see. There's, there's a lot of strong teams on both sides, men's and women's for sure. So Aga, let's talk about uh, let's talk about your draw then. Vakif Bank, you said you've already played them for another team and you know what it's like to be on the right side of the court when you win the game. When you were looking at the draw, were there any of the teams that you would have particularly liked to have played or was it whoever the opponents are, we'll give it our best? Oh my gosh, I think all of the teams are really strong. Um, three teams from Turkey and four from Italy, just one from Poland. So uh, we are so happy that we are there. And now I think there is no weak opponents. So... If you want to win Champions League, you have to uh, win against all of this team. So, okay, we are happy that we are in this round. 
now we can just do our best fight and do the best we can do and that's it you're playing a, a maya onyanovic as a middle blocker that's got to be a, a pretty pretty tough player to read oh yeah that's true i remember her uh, also from poland she played in hemikolice a few years ago when i was in another team in poland and so we know each other a little bit also from last season and <laughs> it's for sure not easy but I think it's even more difficult to play against uh, Asavosh uh, ah, from okay. uh, Canelianos. That's, that's a good... <laughs> well, that helps when she's on your team a lot of the time, too, in Poland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But now, we, uh, in this yeah. case, we are on the other side of the... Okay, so you're glad, you're glad you're not playing uh, Caneliano then. <laughs> Um, speaking of Asha Volos, she is a, a previous guest on the podcast and she was a brilliant guest, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, but I asked her about, about Polish volleyball and she said that the women's team in particular have been working really hard to get the supporters on side because they've been behind the men for years. But now it feels as though they're getting behind women's volleyball too. So how important is it for you and the rest of the Poliche team to really show your very best in the Champions League and show all of the Polish supporters that they need to give as much respect to the women's game as they do to the men's game? Yeah, that's true. Uh, last uh, year when we played the Champions, uh, European Championship in Poland, the atmosphere was amazing and we are so thankful for our fans. Uh, I think uh, it's why we are slowly go up and up every year. We are working hard and uh, I think people, fans in Poland can see that, that we try really hard. Uh, and it's why they support us in a great way. They're just the best supporters. God, I love Polish supporters. I have to agree. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk about them a little bit later because right now I want to talk about uh, one of our features of the podcast, let's just say. I'm glad you're here today, Dan, because Fan versus Dan is something, Aga, that we've done throughout. Every supporter gets the opportunity to put their predictions in and see if they can beat Dan in the Predictions League. But it was a three-all draw this time round. You're going to have a rematch with Philip Mayer over the quarterfinals. So can I get your predictions now on the spot? Of course you can. And, and I talked about these on uh, the European Volleyball Show yesterday. So uh, they're all officially there, but here, here they are, just quickly. Um, uh, Modena versus Perugia. I think Perugia is going to take that 3-1-3-0. Modena, we saw barely squeak through the last round. So uh, that's my prediction there. Trentino versus Berlin. I'm going 3-0-3-0. Again, Berlin, I see as a team, not quite up to the level of the Italian teams. My friend Benjamin Patch is going to be furious with you. Oh, man. I mean, he's good, but is he matched up against Namir Abdelaziz? That's a that's a tough uh, that's a tough one, Dave. Kuchine uh, Lube Chivitanova versus Kajusian Kojol. I think Lube is going to take it three one three two, but that's that's the matchup to watch on the men's side. Men's side, I think it's a very strong Polish yeah. team in, in, in Kajusian Kojol. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. These these the brother team, I guess, to uh, 
to uh, Poliche. Does that, do you guys uh, interact with them at all or, or is it just the same sponsor? Is that, that's the only... Uh... Uh, it's just the same sponsor and that's all, but I support them. The sponsor's back in winners, Dan. The sponsor's back in winners. <laughs> and then I'm going Kazan beating uh, Belchatov 3-1, 3-0, another one-sided matchup. So I'm picking the favorites here uh, in terms of the, going into this tournament. I don't think anyone will object to that. Well, we will get Philip's results in and see if he can pip you. Remember, if supporters do beat Dan, then they get some official merchandise from the Super Finals that'll be on May the 1st. And that'll be round before we know it. Um, right then, let's move on from the Champions League for the time being and talk about the domestic season in Poland. How has that been going for you and for Police so far? And how has it been without the supporters? Um, yeah, that's difficult without supporters, but we try our best. All games are in TV, so that's good for them. But still, in uh, gyms, there is we miss, we miss them a lot. Uh, yesterday, we played uh, a quarterfinal of Polish Cup and we won a really tough game 3-2 against Zeszów, another team which were uh, in the Champions League. So we are so happy. Now we have really busy time. Every three days we play ga a game. Uh, so tomorrow, next game. <laughs> no rest, no rest. <laughs> No way. Because you're, you're speaking to us now. You've, you've just finished practice, you've had your dinner, and now you're speaking to us. Yeah. The adrenaline must still be uh, pretty high from that last game, winning 15-13 uh, in the fifth set. That's, that's, that was pretty exciting, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doing big, big things. So what is, your, what is your main concentration on now? Is it the league? Is it the cup? Is it the Champions League? Which... Which sort of competition are you focusing on? Or are you just trying to win everything? Exactly. We try to win everything. <laughs> that, that's so difficult. So we focus on every single game. Uh, every single game is, is so important because now uh, we are close to the end of the season. So playoffs are coming. So that's, that's a difficult time, but uh, we try to do our best. I love the playoffs. Right, I've got some questions from fans. I'm going to ask you them after this. Uh, throughout our A Space podcasts, we have been passing the pod where we speak to a different European team every week. This time, it is SSC Bamberg Schwerin from Germany. We've spoken to Lauren Barfield, Lena Elsmeyer, and Hannah Jering. So, this is what they had to say. Hello, my name is Lauren Barfield and I'm a player for SSA Palmberg Schwerin. Hello, my name is Lina and I'm a player for SSC Palmberg Schwerin. Hi, my name is Hannah Jering and I'm in charge of press and media at SSC Palmberg Schwerin. Yeah, losing uh, in the final round of pool play in Champions League, of course, is difficult. Everyone wants to move forward. But I think that we can really be proud of how we played. In the end, it was six good matches. And, you know, you shouldn't let losses sit too heavy on your heart. And I think we played a good tournament and we're always looking forward. And we have to think about our own national championship as well. And we're going to take those lessons and move forward. And well, it's the only thing you can do, really. Yeah, I think the Champions League is something different than the normal uh, league or the Bundesliga in Germany. Um, 
yeah of course it's a way higher level than normal and for me it also was my first time and it was i was quite ex uh, excited and also very nervous but uh, it makes a lot of fun to beat uh, like also um, teams that um, yeah you just know sometimes from the tv or just know as a big name or to play then against them yeah it's very exciting and yeah, we can really learn a lot from them and yeah, it's nice to play against them. We're all facing the same struggles in, in, in our jobs, but also in our private lives. I think we learned a lot from the previous seasons. You have to stay flexible and that you have to adjust at changing environments all the time. We've adapted, we've been in quarantine, so we, for example, delivered bikes to the players' flats so that they can work out from home and that we can keep their practice still interesting. We started doing online press conferences because we can't invite the journalists over anymore. So I think, yeah, we just try to adjust as good as we can. We are very grateful that we can still continue playing. So we try not to complain too much about a tight schedule, even though sometimes with the national uh, competitions uh, and Champions League, it has been quite uh, yeah, tiring weeks for the players, but still we are happy that we can continue playing and we just uh, adjust and take it day by day, basically. Yeah, having a young team, it feels like we're always building and learning new skills, not just tangible, technical volleyball skills, but also about mindset and how to move past a difficult moment, how to deal with frustration. And as an older player, I've dealt with this before, but the biggest thing that I take from it is that the process is ongoing. You know, it's not just about games and about wins, it's about every day learning how to handle both the physical side and the mental side of being a good team, being a good player, and being a professional player as well and so and it's pretty cool you know our team is really young but i think all of our young players are doing a good job of being very professional and they're still learning how to deal with that frustration and that toughness and it's cool to see i really like it i'm the oldest player on the team and i'm still working on it so yeah i'm really enjoying it there's quite a quite a bit of volleyball tradition in Schwerin. I mean, the club was founded in 1957 and was uh, very successful also in the former GDR times. So they've been uh, national champion and cup winners. And I think one of the biggest achievement on the international level was in 1978 winning the European Champions Cup. Um, but also after the German, uh, the Berlin Wall came down, uh, we've been national champions 12 times, cup winners six times. So there is quite of a yeah, successful tradition to look back on. And obviously uh, we're trying to keep these ambitions also for the, for the upcoming uh, seasons. I think one of our main philosophies is developing young, talented players and kind of acting as a springboard for them so that they can show their skills on a, to a bigger audience and on a higher level by playing Champions League. I'm thinking about Luisa Lippmann or, for example, Mackenzie Adams, who made big career steps after having played in Schwerin internationally and then moved on to the next uh, level for playing in Italy or playing in China. And uh, yeah, it's just nice to see how we can develop young talents uh, here in Schwerin. Yeah, I think a big part what uh, Schwerin makes unique is that they always want to play um, like on the top of the league and that we fight for the German championships and uh, other prizes in the Bundesliga um, yeah, and especially the Champions League that we can be a part of it and yeah, I think that's a unique thing of the Schwerin. 
Uh, we would like to pass the pod to the winner of Group A in men, and their name is Grupa Azoti Kiesden. <laughs> I played in Poland one year, but my Polish is still not quite good. Thank you very much to the guys from Schwerin. We have passed the pod. Now it is time to ask questions from fans. Aga, are you ready? I hope so. <laughs> um, I haven't read any of these myself yet, but as you can see, they have come through in their droves. So thank you to everyone who sent questions through. Always great to hear from you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you follow uh, CEV. Uh, first question... From Jeremy Goncharova, big good man Jeremy. Um, who is the hardest player to block? Huh, that's difficult. I think it's a ma- many good players difficult to block. Uh, for sure, Paula Egono. Uh, I remember her from last season, from national team. Um, I think for me it's difficult to play the teams which play, play really fast volleyball. Uh, so yeah, that's that's for sure. Italy. Um, I think yeah, it's it's many players like that. But I think Paola Igono uh, can hit ball really uh, really fast and also really high. So that's that's really difficult. What about one of your teammates, uh, Jovana? Rakocevic, she must be a, sometimes tough to block in practice as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, she's also really a high experience, experienced player, so that's also difficult. Uh, this next one is from Karina Lazarkova, and she says, I don't have any questions, I just want to tell you that I think you're really great, which is quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> This one is from Sukili111, who asks, and I think I might know the answer to this, for you, who is the best setter? Asha Vosh. Do I need to yeah. add something? <laughs> I, no, I think, I think everybody... Great, that's it. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's absolutely brilliant. It must be an absolute pleasure to play alongside her for the national team. Exactly. Um, do you know what? A lot of people, they haven't sent questions in. They just send in their love from... We've got love from India. We've got love from Poland. We've got love from Turkey. You've got fans all around the world. How cool is that? Thank you so much. Um, Dave, I have a question, if, if I can jump in at, at any point. Please do. Please do. So, Aga, you, you know, you're probably a younger captain than, than we commonly see uh, of the Polish national team. How, how did that come about? And, and do you find that there's any extra pressure when... So a lot of your team is older than you. Yeah, that's true. I was surprised uh, a little bit <laughs> because uh, I don't know how uh, if you know, but in club I didn't be a captain, so that was I think double surprise. Uh, and also, in it's not usual that the male blocker and like you said, as a young player is a captain. Um, I try. I think just I'm really positive person always try to find these positive things uh, try to help uh, other players other teammates uh, so just I tried this way to, to be this captain awesome great answer absolutely um, we've had lots of questions about this and unfortunately it's not a happy ending uh, people want to know about that 
stunning match uh, where you came second against Turkey in Appledorn last year in the Olympic qualifiers where you had all of those match points and then Miriam Boz went absolutely crazy and just kept scoring. Um, you were so close to qualification and you had such a, a sort of great group of players. How did you feel after that? And, and how do you feel that, that your Polish team can really push on and, and do well at European and World Championships and Olympics in the future? Yeah, we were so close. Uh, also the qualification before when we play against Serbia and it was against as big team as Serbia. Uh, we were so close. So uh, we showed that we really want to quarterfine, um, but we didn't. So we were really disappointing after this game. Uh, but what you can do now, just work harder. And I, I hope next year uh, we're gonna win as important games as this one hmm. especially when the supporters are back they'll make such a massive difference god i love polish yeah. Yeah. fans but anyway we, we in, in Aga, what's what are the main differences you would say between uh playing in polish clubs versus italian clubs because you're one you've played at the top of both leagues so uh can you tell us anything about that uh yeah i think in Italy, the volleyball volleyball is faster than in Poland. In Poland, it's a little bit more slowly, and um, the level on the first and last team, uh, the difference in Poland is bigger. I mean, the last teams uh, are are not as good than in it as in Italy. Uh, so I think it's a difference between uh, these two country. Yeah, that's that's the most important. And what about lifestyle? Is it is it very different uh, living living no. in this country? <laughs> no, yeah, 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 you're right. Uh, yeah, first year in Italy was for me a little bit difficult because there everything is really slowly. You don't need to be hurry up. Uh, people <laughs> live really slowly. They have a rest. They don't need to. You know, you can take a coffee. Just enjoy. <laughs> So and yeah, in Poland, you have to be always on time. Uh, and yeah, people people live uh, really fast. And also now in Poland, the winter is so cold. And after <laughs> two years in Italy and this winter, because the really winter was so nice. Now it's even more cold. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can relate a bit coming from uh, Canada to to Luxembourg. It's uh, the well, the winters here are, are so easy compared to <laughs> compared to the, the real cold ones. Yeah, you guys get such brutal winters. It's cold here in London at the moment, but as soon as it gets cold, we just go into meltdown. Like the the railways can't cope, the roads can't cope. We are just the worst at dealing with winter. But anyway, I will put my little grumbles to one side. My engine stayed off, which means it can't be that cold. Um, we've had a few questions in as well, Argo. People want to know what makes you happy outside of volleyball. When you're off the court, what do you get up to? Um, oh, I like to do many things, uh, reading books. Uh, I like to cook, but cook really healthy things. Uh, like, you know, feed cakes without sugar, without gluten, lactose and stuff like that. 
I know many, many men react like you, but it's so good and healthy. That's the most important. <laughs> How do you make them sweet? Because I'm all up for any kind of recipe. No sugar, great, fine, I'm all about it. But how do you make them sweet enough if they've got no sugar? Uh, with honey, with dried fruits, for example, that's also a good idea. And yeah, you can you can do it. <laughs> All right, I'll have a little look. I I don't ever need a second invitation to try a cake, so I will. Uh... I'll give it a go. I feel like we talk about food a lot on this podcast. I feel like there, there should be an Ace Base cookbook at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, food's important, Dan. You know this, especially in the winter. Um, right then, we always like to wrap up the podcast with a hot topic of debate. And you are our first Polish guest this season. So I'd like to talk about Polish volleyball supporters and the game of volleyball in Poland how come how come you've got it so right Poland just seems to do the sport on and off court better than everybody else so how have they got it so right Aga we'll start with you uh, okay uh, yeah yeah like I said also before Polish fans are great uh, and uh, I don't know, I think uh, just people from Poland love sports and not only volleyball and uh, we support also like a volleyball player, uh, other, other teams, uh, other players. I think uh, more popular is football. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, volleyball, I think it's on the second place, let's say. Um, and I think it's from people inside. I don't know even how to how to say that, but yeah, just they they feel it. One thing, um, one thing for me, Dan, something that they do that other countries don't is the television coverage mm. it's absolutely amazing i mean i've not i've not been to uh, to poland for a game this season obviously but every time i do great studio setup access to players and coaches you've got great presenters well-informed pundits and you can watch volleyball like you could watch football in england or or the nfl in the usa it's just treated with so much respect by the broadcasters. Yeah, for sure. And I, I wish I could speak Polish because I always see like good halftime shows. There's all these podcasts, these these YouTube shows and so much media coverage. And I know it creates a lot of pressure on the players, which is, is tough as well, but it's still amazing to see like just how much more developed that media side of things is more than other countries. And I think in general in Poland, volleyball is cooler than it is in a lot of other places. Like be, young kids like want to play volleyball. Uh, it's treated like very seriously and respected by everyone. Uh, a lot of the best athletes in Poland definitely go into volleyball as well. And it creates kind of just this feedback loop uh, of better players going in and getting more media coverage and the national team doing well. So I think everyone can learn, can learn a lot. Aga, do you get treated differently by the supporters in Poland than you did in Italy how do the fans react when they when they meet you when they come to games when they when they support you as a player 
Uh, I think people in Italy were also really nice. Uh, they were really open uh, and uh, always ask, even in Italian, and I tried my best in Italian to answer. <laughs> Uh, so it was also really nice. Uh, they crowdly were supporting us uh, in the gyms. So uh, I think Italians' uh, fans are also really great. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Great fans all over Europe. It's brilliant. Uh, right, Dan, I think that just about wraps up the podcast. Have you got anything else you'd like to add from headquarters? Yeah, guys, just Champions League quarterfinals must watch <laughs> February 23rd. Be ready. Wow. Be ready. Support your team. Get the, your Instagrams fired up. Get your Eurovolley TV fired up and uh, be a great, some great volleyball being played. Big time. If you don't get to watch it on Poland on Polish TV, then Eurovolley is definitely the place to be. Uh, finally, Aga, we'd just love to say thank you again for being such a great guest. Um, have you got a message for the supporters before we let you go and get on with the rest of your evening? Uh, I want to, to thank you uh, for all your message and for all your support. Uh, and I hope see you soon uh, next to court. Fingers crossed. Um, Aga, thank you. Dan, great to have a chat as always. So good to see you. And thank you all for listening. Remember, you can get in touch with us using the hashtag LetVolleyballTalk. If your message is a little bit longer than a tweet or an Instagram post, then you can email us, theaspace at cev.eu. If this is the first time you've listened to the A Space podcast, then head on back because we've got a whole host of great guests. We've been going best part of 12 months now between this and Unscripted, and we've spoken to so many brilliant guests. Aga, you've been one of my very favourites. But until we get to speak again, everyone, goodbye. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.